there, all you sports fans. Wave your arms and pull out your pencils. Get your rackets because it's time for one with the films. I'm your coach of the day, so time to get on third base and get into overtime because hockey's a thing. I'm Movie K-Man the third, and I know sports. Now, so it's time to root for them Yankees and get to them Spankies. Welcome to Cricket because he's a diglet who's out to fix it. We're talking to the man who actually does do sports occasionally uh he is a fantastic co-host and he is great he is one of my favorite people in this entire planet i have not seen him play so i don't know if he actually is any good that'll be up for you guys to decide but naf would you care to introduce yourself to your loving public i hate introducing myself because i can never do it as good as you do it um and that breaks my heart oh, you know? like it just i'll never be as good but it is, uh, it is I, it is Naf. Um, I am, let's just get that, uh, let's call that spoiler and that, that question off the table, really bad at all sports, but it doesn't stop me from trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have with us another guest today, um, who's actually brought a film for us to watch that we're going to be talking about today. We've got Johnny. Um, Johnny, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, let people know where they can find you and what they can expect to find when they do. Hello, hi everyone. I am Johnny, also known as Marvelous Jonathan or Marvelous Johnny on TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> or even <laughs> um, Twitter. Just remember that is Marvelous with two L's because I am Canadian and we spell it with two L's. I was worried. I actually went back and that, looked at the, the name here to see if I had spelled it correctly, and I did spell it correctly. Just like hey, good job. Americans like to. Hey, you know, Naf, you did a good job. You know, you did a good one today. You know, you <laughs> get a cookie. Yes, Americans please. like to overcomplicate them sometimes. So I mean, they're like undercomplicated, right? They just remove letters for no reason. I was yeah, about to just... say, like we y'all, t- y'all are the ones adding U's and double L's where there don't need you, to be none. You guys took what a U you out of doing? color. You guys have center as C E N T E R. Yeah, what's wrong with that? That just it simplifies everything for everybody. Mm, it's R E no, for center. Um. Yeah, come on, come, uh, like listen for all the Americans in the chat. Back me up here. And so, uh, for come on, guys, America for the win. Uh, that's gonna go over well. And so, as uh, as this happens now, I didn't get to do my intro for Johnny, which is great because I was gonna improv it anyway. So, uh, the but nonetheless, Jonathan, leave it to you to decide to bring a sports movie that is actually up my alley. That I think if if sports were a little bit more like this movie, I think I would actually watch him. And you know, here's the thing. I think it's sports the NBA have been playoffs kind of right redu- now, but like Shaolin NBA. Oh my Y'all god, Nav took me to an NBA game when he was out here, and I had yeah. to just watch people run down a court backwards and forwards for like three hours. You loved it, and I was just like, "Listen, I enjoyed being with you." Like, you loved it. So- <laughs> Why would you lie to me? Well, no, it was a lot of fun. It was actually a lot of fun, but it's but it doesn't work for our. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't exactly work for our dynamic if I compliment you all the time. Okay. <laughs> uh we got to give the people what they want. But the thing but the thing is that like I watching this movie is an acid trip of an experience. And as Ke- <laughs> yeah. as Kenny Carey who uh tuned in last week uh, and now is tuning in again. Shout out to Ke- Kenny over there. And uh who did say hello there, which by the way General Kenobi and then wait the Sholin soccer movie, holy shit. That's so, about like the only holy shit is right. Give here. And you've got uh, my two credits on YouTube chat saying, uh, talking about leaving letters out all the time because they're simple. Um, and that's generous. Um, 
And he also says he's very excited for this discussion, and we are too. And uh, Johnny, uh, my two credits had a question for you as well. He'd asked if you'd seen the English dub of this movie before. There's a funny story behind me watching this movie because I was because this movie came out in like 2001. I was three years old when it first came out, and I'm pretty sure my dad showed it to me when I was three, if not just a little bit older. And I distinctively remember because you know I grew up poor, and we got all our DVDs and all that from chinatown you know where they aren't exactly the proper released version they might be some uh mm. some bootleg versions i'm not gonna say yes or no because i it's genuinely funny, cannot watching remember the if it movie was or not and renting it recently to see it in its full release it still felt bootleg <laughs> oh one thousand percent it really does that's what watching a hong kong film is like back then especially yeah. with the cgi but yeah no so i remember watching it and when he wasn't home i would put it on myself and I remember it being Mandarin, Cantonese, and English all three at the same what? time as a kid. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so that really didn't help with my ESL either, because I grew up speaking uh, Mandarin and Cantonese first. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Dude, yeah. What the hell? I mean, it would have helped yeah. you learn a little bit at least. Um, so um, you've only was... seen the English parts mixed in with the Cantonese and Mandarin parts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Same thing Dang happened with me man. watching Mulan as a kid too, actually. Mm, interesting. Um, very much so now nav hold on real quick before we get too far into the weeds of this thing uh nav what the hell is this podcast why are we here well um, i don't i don't really know <laughs> oh okay well that's our show everybody well done thank you very um, much uh so uh what we're doing here obviously we're one with the films um we are doing a weekly watch list today we've got a couple of different segments that we do depending on when you catch us like for example next week we've got a bruise and bullshit episode which you guys are gonna love and should definitely tune into but uh for this week we're doing a new episode of the weekly watch list um and for the uninitiated the weekly watch list is where Kay and i force each other and you to watch one of our personal favorite films with the goal of introducing each other to something that uh something new that we can then adore together if by chance we get to do the same thing for you then you know like that's a win for everyone. Uh, from time to time, we'll also bring on somebody else who has much better taste than us to introduce us to one of their favorite films, so Johnny, uh, and they'll jump on with us and talk about what makes that film special to them. Uh, it's designed to be a perfect little slice out of the day where a bunch of nerds can just hang out and obsess over the art form that we all love. Uh, and we're really glad to have you with us. Like we said, we obviously love talking to you guys in chat as well, so definitely if you're there, feel free to engage. We're going to be uh, talking back uh, as much as we can. Yes. <laughs> and if you guys and, uh, are tuning in, oh, you already got that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say, my two credits says I'm really excited to see Naf tie this movie to the Last Jedi. Oh, that well, you just helped him. And so, uh, but gonna, nonetheless, like, I, and then Kay's reaction to see, said connection. <laughs> if if you're just joining us, Naf somehow, it, it's truly a mystery to all of us somehow we'll take every single recommendation and at some point it's not even seems to be even consciously mm. will tie whatever film it is in a reference with the last jedi it's a and every it's a single skill. time we did schindler's list and he somehow managed to do it and yeah, it was I like think it was also something along the lines of like the way that everything is black and white and then the girl is in the red dress reminds me of the fight on Crate in The Last Jedi where everything's white and there's just the red lines. You, it was something <laughs> you know what? That's that. fair. Like, it was, it was a legit, like, good point, but at the same time, it was one of those goddammit moments. Yeah. She found yeah. a way. Uh, I mean, as said, the, the Jedi are actually super Jew-coded. Jew Absolutely. Very yeah. much so. And we got Allie in chat, so... 
or Ellie in chat. Uh, I saw the uh, so this is great. This is fantastic. This is going to be a good show. All right, so here we go. So now, guys, as we go with this, obviously, if you are joining us for the first time, we are we do stream this over Spotify uh, as well as Apple uh, Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, frankly. And then we also are now doing this over YouTube, uh, where you can see all of our other content as well as other things there. And we also have um, several of things on TikTok, either uh, via Naf myself or Johnny. You can follow us all there. I recommend doing so. We're pretty entertaining uh and now nonetheless guys here we are let's go to this magnificent masterpiece that makes me feel like i know a thing or two about sports <laughs> now john you brought shaolin soccer yes now nav what the fuck did you know about this movie before this happened like before well, well, this this like before like the like the past like week or two what did you know about this movie fantastic question um nothing I didn't know it existed. I knew about Stephen Chow's other film, Kung Fu Hustle, which I had watched before both sober and inebriated. Um, and when I was sober, it made <laughs> me feel inebriated. Ways. So um, it's it's wild. Uh, Stephen Chow is just a genius. He's a genius, especially of like that that visual physical comedy. And oh, not just yeah. that, but like. It's not like watching scary movie or something that where you're like it's just parody. Like, it's good action sequences too. Like, it's, particularly Kung Fu Hustle has some of the greatest uh, like Kung Fu sequences ever. It's up there with like uh, Ip Man and stuff. It, there's so, a like, reason why it's one of so James Gunn's favorite movies ever too. So. We got to get you back to watch that one as well because Kay hasn't. Seen yeah, because so. I haven't seen it. Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. so we still. Well, it's funny because I remember when Naf was telling me about the podcast more and how you guys want to watch movies. And I was th trying to brainstorm movies. I thought Kung Fu Hustle is perfect, but Naf told me he's seen it. Yeah, I'm a like, few times. You guys wanted to do a movie both of you guys haven't seen. So I'm like, you know what? We'll we'll go one before that. We'll go see, challenge soccer. Perfect. Choice. See, there we go. See, see. So, typically, our thing is we we try to go. Sometimes the best way to do it is like you have almost the middle ground where it's like a person loves it. A person's seen it, and then a person hasn't seen it. So it's a nice kind of like you can hit the three there. So I'm excited to check this out. So basically, you knew of this film by knowing the person who made the first film, or like knew like the director Me or basically. Johnny. Yeah, you, uh, you, Naf. I didn't know about this film until Johnny recommended it to us. Um, also, on the previous point as well, my two credits said that to be fair, he had a phone call with UK and tied the convo into the Last Jedi. So he's got to do his part for me. That's that's a good friend right there. That is a good friend. Good is good is debatable. I okay, mean, in fairness, okay. I do that with Tate and the Bad Batch, so that's going to be yeah. kind of whenever I have a chance to see. I understand the joy you get from that, just seeing people squirm. Now, nonetheless, with this, John, I gotta admit, I didn't know what the fuck this was going to be. <laughs> However, Naf says to me, "We did like we basically did a uh, Rain of Fire last week." And yes. we created a category, as as some of you know, for those for the two squirrels that listened to our podcast before, uh, like we got friends. Um, basically, what we used to do was we had a um, a whole one with the filmies where we award films that people have recommended to us, basically rewarding people for uh, coming on the podcast as well as uh, recommending some really cool movies to us. Now, with this, we have decided. The Reign of Fire uh, brought in a whole new category of film, which was the How Dare You category. I remember hearing about that. 
And this is officially the second nominee in that category because I got to say, I I kind of had a feeling when Neff said that to me, I was like, okay, I have a feeling I know what I'm getting myself into. I couldn't have imagined like what I was actually getting myself into here. Yeah. So I just want to go. So you kind of gave a little bit as to why you recommended this film. Is there like anything else you want to say about that aspect before we start all kind of go before NAF goes into the fun facts and we start going into our, our full on thoughts. AAPI month. And I thought, you know what? We'll stick. We'll, we'll be on brand with it. It's Asian. Absolutely. Hong Kong. Stephen Chow has the same last name as me. Like the Chinese character for his last name is the same as mine. (laughs) You just, you just translated yours to English wrong. (laughs) <laughs> no, actually, there's a funny story behind my last name. Um, they messed up on my dad's birth certificate, so the W at the end of his last name was too short. So that's why I'm now a Chu instead of a Chow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Damn. That feels racially motivated. That uh, really I does. Mean, my dad was born during uh, British uh, England's um, control over Hong Kong, so not surprised. Damn. Well, there you I go. mean, yeah. That'll yeah. do it. Um, so you mentioned that the first time you saw this film is when you were about three years old. How many times do you think you've watched this film in your life, Johnny? God knows how many times, honestly. Because like I, re- I remember watching this and watching Kung Fu Hustle, and those two movies were like my obsessions mm. a little bit as a kid. Especially Kung Fu Hustle. But um, I think Shell and Soccer probably at least at most ten, if not less. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. And uh, my two credits were saying on YouTube as well that, like, obviously there's there's an English dub for this film as well, which is supposedly wild. I wanted to go back and rewatch it in English before the podcast, but I didn't get the chance. That being said, it probably sets us up for a future episode to rewatch it in English. Because oh, 1,000%. I haven't wild. seen it. Every I feel like we got to do a live stream of that. We, we got to sure. do it. Um, but yeah, like, so, uh, we're only going to be talking about the, is it in Cantonese? Um, it's actually in Mandarin and okay. Cantonese. Okay, so cool. So we're talking for about the, the Mandarin in Cantonese. Cantonese dub, uh, oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. original, uh, language. Uh, we all watched it subbed. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> you've seen the film countless times. Uh, do you find yourself recommending it to other people as well? Only very specific people. Mm, so we're special. So... Mm. You know, not the film bros that like to take their cinema too seriously, almost. You know? To be fair, I'm like friends with a few film bros, and I was looking at their Letterboxd accounts, and all of them rated this film very highly. Did they? Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. It's fascinating, because, yeah. yeah, like, like I, I can see what you're talking about, but, like, I feel like there's a certain of the film bros that like Taika. Mm-hmm. That like I feel like we'll kind of like this, where that's mm-hmm. kind of in the Taika brand of things. Yeah, no, genuinely, if you like Taika's sense of humor and his weird, um, like, like how he likes to make things a little bit weird, this is definitely in the same vein of that, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Certainly. And with that, Naf, do you have some uh, fun facts for us with this well, film? Yeah, do you want to intro it about the film? Um, if, if you guys uh, know anything else as well, like, feel free to, to, to jump in too. But I've got a couple of things here which I thought was very, very interesting. Um, 
So directed by and starring Stephen Cho, it was released in 2001. It grossed 60.7 million Hong Kong yen, making it the highest grossing film in the region's history at the time. It held that record only until 2004 when it was uncrowned by Stephen Cho's next film, Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, it grossed a total of 47.2 million USD worldwide, which was just over four times its budget of 10 million USD, as a rating of 7.3 out of 10 off 84,000 reviews and a 3.6 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Uh, that first one was from IMDb as well, by the way. Uh, and it has a huge cult following, just like all of Stephen Cho's other work, which, fun fact, Keegan has yet to see. Um, this one is the story of a Shaolin master who assembles his five childhood friends so they can use their martial arts skills to play football and thereby popularize Shaolin Kung Fu. It was sold as an action comedy, but it dips its toes into so many damn genres that it's hard to come out the other side without a headache and a six-pack from laughing so hard. Yeah. Genuinely. And the only thing I have to add romance. to that, and the only thing that I have to add to that is uh, football is a sport. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and so... Uh, Did your friend Craglin give you that one? Well, it's Raglan, by the way, and how dare you? He's yeah, been a part is. of this show since this entire first season, or second season. Um, and so, uh, how dare you is basically how I want to start. Um, but uh, naturally, uh, yeah, so with this film, suffice to say, as you kind of hit the nail on the head, this is insane. <laughs> this is like, this film... <laughs> I started this thing and it starts with them just like coming over there with the bat and it's like filmed like it's a Kurosawa movie and it's filmed like it's this all in black and, and white. Oh, all in black and white. And he comes over with the bat and just hits the knee and just him going, ah, oh, like just screaming into the night. And then just the guy going on team evil, just going, <laughs> and just going there. And I was like, what the fuck? I just was like, I think I did. And then there was a moment that I legit, Johnny can like show the text. I literally just said, Johnny, what the fuck am I watching? And just go <laughs> like, like the dance number. I just said it was, I got to the dance number. What the fuck, John? <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's a bit like that. Um, and I, I actually, I texted uh, Johnny as well, like five minutes into the film. And I was like, yeah, I'm sold. I'm here. I'm yeah, good. done. Yep, so I remember that. In. Yeah, absolutely. 1000%. That's that that's this film in a nutshell is truly just oh my god, this is insane. I I need to see how this ends. And it was like it was such a fever dream. One of my I was what I was just wasn't expecting was as Naf said the physical comedy. The physical comedy is so fucking good mm -hmm. in this movie. The you know? part that still gets me to this day is just whacking the one guy over the head with the bottles every single fucking <laughs> time. <laughs> it never is not funny. Yeah, it yeah. really right. wasn't. It happened like five times, so it broke the rule of threes in comedy. Oh yeah, which is which is kind of basically the rule of threes as uh, I think I heard somebody say, as Family Guy proves, which is either... The rule of three is the is the rule of thumb. However, it does get funnier if you just keep doing it. If you just yep. keep, keep doing it, it's almost just at a point of the ridiculousness. By the time you get to 20, it becomes funny again. Oh, and yeah. it's like... And so, 
I was about to make an Aegon House joke, and I, I'm like, we can't. It, it's not going to make any sense to anyone else, and I'm not going to say. I'll tell you guys afterwards. But like, uh, nonetheless, uh, with this film, I mean, I feel like it's just worth just even just talk about. Like, I don't think we're going to get through just doing this chronologically. This is a film you need to just kind of go with the highlight moments that are just off the top of your head. Mm, One of which was, what the fuck was that scuba scene about? Like them underneath the water, it never comes back. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's just there. That did come back. Did but, it come back? Well, yeah, because they're training underwater. Uh, yeah. And that's what they, they test the kick. They're testing the American drugs. I guess that's fair. I guess it was more for me. I was more like, and like I got, I guess I got that part that they were training underwater. My favorite part was just like the computer consoles underwater, underwater? where was... it's like, where it's like, <laughs> why? It's just, yeah, it's absurd, and it's like, it, it feels so much like they just got there on the day and they were like, yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> Truly, the pool. Let's film something with the pool. Also, I want to oh, add it, to any person who's listening that, um. Obviously, we're going to be talking spoilers for the film. So if you haven't seen it, the, the episode is going to be on demand later as well. Um, but yeah, like full spoilers here. Okay. If you're here, you're happy to be spoiled. Oh, yeah. 1000%. So yeah, like, there's no way we this... can't talk about this film without spoiling it. Mm -hmm. this oh, machine. yeah. But even the thing is, even if you say these spoilers, I feel people are like, no way. No Out way. You're context, messing with me. sound insane. <laughs> exactly. Like, what are these guys talking about? How are they doing this? So, uh, Neff, what are some of these that really stand out to you? Like these moments. Um, I really liked when uh, Mighty Steel Leg meets uh, the girl who makes the soft buns for the first time. And he's like, "Oh my god, these are soft <laughs> my buns!" Can make those tries too. it literally, and then he just eats it, and then he eats another one, and then she's like, "You owe me money," and he's like, "This is all I have, eight cents," and then she's like. No, and then he's like, all right, I'll trade you. Just puts his shoes on the table and runs off. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And then he needs to play that soccer, actor. so he has to go and get the, the shoes back. And so that guy, that's the director. Oh, my God. He is so director. good. Stephen Chow. He's so good. Yeah. Anyone Stephen just look Chow. up a picture of him today as well. He looks really good with gray hair. I'm jealous of that man. I I'm, I'm doing that now. Hold on. Oh my god, you're right. Right? Yeah. Very but this sexy guy man. is so you're absolutely right. But this guy is so good in this. Like he I mean truly he steals the show in like so many oh, ways because yeah. it's just so funny. So when you steal the I show in your love... own movie. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like and it's one of those things where I'm like what I also really loved was the Seven Samurai-ish, like, let's get the team back together kind of moment where it was truly just this son of a bitch I'm in scene, but it was done to this ridiculous, yeah, to this ridiculous extent of just like, what, if, like, I loved, I loved a little, like, I loved Little Brother was, yes. that one was really great. I love that. He's in that. Kung Fu Hustle, by the way. He's pretty much the second lead of Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, I bet. Like, I mean, that guy also stole the show for me. I, I really loved him. And then there was a guy, he kept he kept reminding me, in essence, of the uh, 
it was the guy who was like on the field smoking and then he Iron gets a head. yellow card because he was smoking <laughs> yeah. on the field. Uh, what was it like uh, Ironhead or Iron something? Head, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ironhead. Well, he 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 like Ironhead reminded Which is the Pokemon me Pokemon move by the way. Oh, that that's out that okay, respect. I don't know if it's a respect. reference to Pokemon, but if it is, I love Stephen Chow even more. Absolutely. Absolutely. But my favorite thing about Ironhead is the fact that uh, he reminds me of the guy who's inconceivable in um, Princess Bride. I don't know why the actors kind of have like resemblance to each other. And I'm like, I don't know why that works for me as well as it does. But I'm like, that. that is the vibe I get from this man. And I do love every time he would get hit on the head with the bottle. Just as you said, like, oh, man. but John, yeah. what are some of your favorite moments in this film? My favorite moment of the film is, um, Frank, what was it? It was when the opposing team, um, the first time that they're playing soccer for real and they just have like <laughs> hammers and wrenches, but then when like the, our main characters get like, finally get their full potential back and they're just whacking him. With a wrench, it just bends completely. <laughs> some of that shit was some of my favorite it's stuff. Ironhead and just bends. Um, Pretty the much. one that I found really funny was in that same sequence is um, when they're getting ready and they're being so respectful and they're like, "Oh, Golden Leg, yes, we 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 love you. Like we're such big fans. Awesome." And then the wrench falls out of his pocket. He's like, "Oh, sorry. It. I'm a mechanic. I'm on call. I need to take this with me everywhere I go." <laughs> I thought I thought that was so good because I was almost like half believing that that would be the joke. Is that legit? He is just like a repairman, and like like I, I was like, it, it wasn't, and it was just as good. But uh, like uh, it, it was one of those that absolutely killed me, and I I found that this was like one of my favorite things about this film was it kept doing stuff like that, and then as you said, the action scenes. We're just insane. Like them just doing like the spinning on the ground and like kicking the ball in the air, and then all of a sudden just sh like hitting it into the goal. I was like, "What? What's happening? What?" This is absurd. my favorite is when they would jump in the air. It was later on in the movie, but when he jumps in the air and then the guy jumps above him, and it's like, and then just like fucking down kicks him, <laughs> and then into the ground. He got spiked. Yeah. Oh, one thousand percent. Donkey Kong special. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that, like, absolutely killed me every single time. But now, like, going on with that, what other stuff, like, with, with it would you say that you really liked? Or at least, like, what like what were some moments that you absolutely didn't expect? Um, well, another one was that when, when their Shaolin powers wake up, and it's just uh, Mighty Steel Leg is like, now it's our turn. And Golden Leg is like, what? And then it just like hard cuts and it's like the little gong noise and they're just like <laughs> You have bad oh, oh, that was so good. <laughs> yeah, there's there's the one that's like I think there was a dude that was just hanging from the goalpost, just like Yeah, oh like, that one was my favorite. Like, what the hell is going on, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's it insane. Um also uh when um Mui comes to Mighty Steel Leg and goes is this love? And he's like, are you crazy? No, I'm famous now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm famous now. 
that's that was what happened when Naf reached just we reached his second thousand when we first met was going going I was I, like I was like so we're still streaming right and he's just like no like I'm famous I'm famous now no it was when JJ followed you was when you were just like no I'm, I'm famous now, now. I've made it <laughs> I'm done with you yeah uh, but. But with that, there was also like a, my one of my other favorite moments was when she at the end of the film goes to the other team's goal, like as the goalie oh, goes right over there. She's in a Krillin <laughs> cosplay. It's beautiful. Oh, it's so good. Just like, just and then they're like, no, it's back, it's back there. It's yeah. Just... <laughs> I also did love the first time they're at the professional league. And it's the team that's like, oh, these guys, look at these ridiculous guys. Look what's going to happen. Boom. Just sails right past him and like, just goes what? to the goal. And then they're like, and then they're like, bet you can't do that twice. And then it just like happens right afterwards. I guess. And I love that the follow up from that is the call to the um, team evil coach. And it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah. 40 nil. <laughs> yeah. See, that, that was the thing where even I as like, I don't watch soccer. I don't watch football. I'm like there, but even I know that that never happens. And that's like, <laughs> and just going like, okay, that's a pretty insane match. If you're losing 40 to oh, nil in none. soccer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, God. it's a problem. It's, it's so funny, but that there are, absolutely kills it. There are a bunch of moments throughout the film that just like, that's what this is, right? It's just like in every single way possible. It's just the funniest thing that it could be um like I think they was... make the funniest choice every single time they really do yeah but i think one of my, my favorite mind. ones though is when they're getting like the new shoes and they just shove like the official people aside and the one yeah puma's like, just it's putting okay. their hand you can out. calm down and then <laughs> one of the players just fucking bitch slaps in the side <laughs> just to keep picking up shoes it, it remember <laughs> it reminded me of also the moment where uh they're at the end match and there's the referee and the referee is just looking over here and just going like i don't like like kind of going it just has this moment where he's like all right guys we need to we need to focus up and somebody hits the ref and then he's like wait a minute who did that and then just somebody just comes and just smacks him in the face it's like i just bet you can't look me in the eyes and do it and then just someone just punches him <laughs> yeah later. that was it i bet you can't look me in the eyes and do it to my face just... uh, i don't me. know like I didn't expect it to go the way it did in the final, like, battle. Like, it just, it escalates so much. Like, I was like, okay, cool. So I get what it's going to be. Like, they're just going to go through and, like, destroy everyone. And then watching Team Evil train, I was like, oh, interesting. But I thought it would just be, like, they just get wiped. Um, or they come out oh, and go, yeah, oh, just you can't like do un- that. Anticlimactic. Yeah, they beat them on, like, a, uh, what do you call it? Like, based on rules, you know? Like, it's just like, the technicality. Oh, that's what I was looking yeah. for, yeah. So like, oh, you can't actually do Shaolin Soccer. Sorry, <laughs> sucks to be you. But no. Like, <laughs> the original goalies that they have against the main striker for Team Evil was brilliant. Where he's like, they just keep kicking and he's stopping every single one. Yep. And pieces of his clothes are shattering. That's the other thing that's so He's all so dressed up here. like Bruce Lee too, right down to the hairdo. By the way, he plays the bad guy in Kung Fu Hustle. He's great. So. Oh my god. You're going to love that oh, film, Keegan. That also reminds me of one of the best jokes in the entire movie, which was, I've kept it a secret for years. I love you. Um, th- th- This isn't her. 
oh well then can you tell your wife what i said and just sort of like just it was like so good it was just like i was just like that is the perfect setup of a joke that is a community level joke of like of like i i Whatever this was, I did not expect that to be the ending of the joke. Absolutely. <laughs> it was very Troy, um, Troy Barnes. Oh, very much so. Like, yeah. very, just having that moment. Oh, my God. But as you were saying, like, what I also love, and I think it's a big thing with, uh, obviously, like, Asian cinema in general, is uh, the visual storytelling is so damn good in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the no one does action, like, Asian filmmakers they're just no one does it it's just because there's just so much storytelling even in a comedy through every move every moment like I found the point where I'm like are were there even lines in this scene like and I was just kind of like and, and it was brilliant it's just the fact that you can see a shoe with stickers on it that makes you emotional that's mm. the impressive part in my opinion for one of them that is a huge Oh, one thousand percent. And it's like that's the connective tissue for those two characters. Like, mm-hmm. I really liked that um, that moment where he takes Mui on the date, um, and yeah. he takes her into that shopping center. So you know, try anything you want, blah blah whatever. And the guy shows up. He's like, "I let you bring a girl in here because he said you were going to clean it." And then she has to leave, and he just has to stay and mop the floor. <laughs> so that's true love, <laughs> yeah. right there. That is true love. But then he, he comes back and says for- it isn't true love. Because he's famous now, mm. and so and then her buns became salty. Yeah, <laughs> that was no that was sweet. so funny. That was so it, it, funny. It sounds a lot better in can in uh, Mandarin though than it does in uh, just reading subtitles. Just because like it rolls off the tongue better, and just our our usage of saying like something's salty is just it is a bit more effective. Yeah, at least. Oh yeah, like and as Kenny is saying, it is truly like the um the action is one of the biggest parts of this movie, but it's also it's so important to the narrative. It's mm-hmm. not because I feel like there's a lot of times to think that that's when people get action movies wrong or like action comedies where it's like a lot of people it's kind of I think there's a similar thing with musicals. It's like and now we do a song. Yeah. Instead of like it's like and now we do an action scene. Like and then we get back to the story. It's kind of like, for me, the best action and the best, like, set pieces. Let's just call them what they are. The bet, the best set pieces are when it's so... It, it's not that it's just happening to the character. It's very important what, like, how it's happening. You're involved. Everything is there. One of my favorites was when he just all of a sudden turns into Saving Private Ryan for, like, a Dude. like a second there. Yeah. With just him going and, like, grabbing, like, this gun. And he's like, we're, we're pinned down. We're pinned down. We need help. And yeah, just going, like, like, what are you support. doing? What are you doing? That was and another... it's just sort of, Sorry, you go. they're trying to kill us. Like, <laughs> it was a test. Um. But, like, I love when Golden Leg goes up to, um, what's his name? Uh, the team evil coach. And he's just like, he's like, you know, hey, can I have a team now? He's like, the only thing you have left is this. And just lifts up his shirt and it's got the CGI tattoo on it. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) I love that stuff. Like, where you have the, like, when he lifts up his shirt or you have, like, the moments of just, 
seeing them all doing those poses, like you said, Johnny, like I loved that one with the goalie where anytime they would go over to the goalie and the goalie would just be like hitting the ball and just like everybody's like standing there like a firing squad, like just kicking the ball as it would come. And it's just like, bam, 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 bam. That's what I was saying before. I'm just parts of his outfit are like fraying off each time. He gets getting shredded. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. Now question though. How have we not gotten a FIFA version of this game? Of like, like how we, have we not gotten like a FIFA? Um, we do. Mario Strikers Charge Football on Nintendo Switch. And Nintendo <laughs> He's Wii. not. Oh wrong. my god! It's He's not that's wrong. fair. Fair enough. You have you you done you, with you an Italian the- instead. As all good things are, you know what I mean. <laughs> and so, uh, but like, uh, um, it's you know. I do feel Nintendo really knew what they were doing because they made any sport interesting. Mm. Like I would, I I have, um, I the would Mario play Mario ba- Mario baseball was my jam. I fucking love Mario baseball, and this I is Mario golf. Mario golf. Is I dark. played that. Played that. Like uh, it, it. It's it's so incredibly odd, and I'm like, but it's. I played Mario Olympics once at some yeah, point. Yeah, Mario like, and Sonic at the Olympics. I remember. Yeah, that, that was it. We Mario and good. Sonic at the Olympics. That was good. That was a good time. I like those. Yeah, absolutely. It, but I'll tell you what, like, it's just this movie has so many right and left turns. I but the thing is, what was so good about this movie is I've seen a lot of as Naf you were talking about, like, uh, there's a lot of parodies out there. Mm. And this was a good film yeah like like it doesn't all feel the way like around parody first you know which is in, which is a hard thing to do like i don't know if either of you guys felt that i would love to hear you guys kind of talk about the parody aspect of the film yeah i mean like i mean sorry go for it, jenny i was just gonna say like i grew up watching like a lot of those like disney sports films almost like the mighty ducks and stuff like that right so like to watch this stuff as a kid as well growing up like i didn't really like i wasn't really aware of parody itself so to me this is very much just always a film that was funny sure while at it above all else so yeah 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 because you were too young to kind of understand the satire Mm -hmm. of it all but nonetheless still being there yeah it's like now after having watched a lot of other films that you kind of go oh that's interesting that's kind of playing on like the tropes a little bit or you know like all that kind of stuff um but i think that yeah like at its core it's just like a, a good like dorky action film which is one of my favorite things about it and all the performances like every person here is on the same level there's no person here who's going in going this is so silly why am i here i'm too good for this every single person that's there and i think it's as you were saying before johnny like they're all stephen chow's friends aren't they yeah like for the most part like so most adam of sandler them are of Hong seen Kong cinema. pretty oh, much yeah. is adam sandler james gunn even uh taika himself if you want to say because yeah no those guys are known for having their friends in their projects and genuinely like because of the conversation started with james gunn i don't see anything wrong with having your friends in it because oh if you yeah. can relate to people you can help you can help direct them better and make a better film and this is very much evident because it's like they take a lot of the same actors and then bring to kung fu hustle as well and that movie is just like a 10 out of 10 in my opinion mm. so you know well, and as you're saying, like coming from my own personal experience, like friendships and building off of that in a film, like you work with somebody once and then you work with them again, it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, your relationship improves and you get better at being like, 
oh, I really enjoy the vibe that we have working together. It's this works. It's why you see so many filmmakers go with the same people over and over again, because it does become this symbiotic relationship. It becomes a, oh, I know what you need from me. And then kind of going and doing that because it makes your job easier because you're like, we're on the same page. It's uh, a right that's Frost and Simon Pig. Yes, absolutely. Love that trio. Kenny also says he's biased as hell, but if it's not Mario Kart, there's no other sport for Nintendo. And that they love the Mighty Ducks. And you can see this movie being on that same level. I don't think I've ever seen... I've seen Mighty Ducks, but like when I was a kid. Like like real young. I never saw Mighty Ducks. Or if I did, it was when I was a kid. This is why the sci-fi works so well. Because the same group of people always know how to, I'm guessing, make good films. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kenny, you're right. It's like uh, being able to do that and have all of those aspects to it as well. Um, And, you know, we should do a childhood rewatch. We should do like childhood films. We rewatch that and to see if it like we do it based on your stuff. Like we do on second thought, like the on second thought childhood. I love Sky High. I Sky High was my jam. Like, they're apparently doing a sequel on Disney Plus. Oh God! I was going. I don't know why we haven't done that earlier. I was like, out of all the things you're turning into Disney Plus series and things like that, Sky High the series doesn't strike you as like you should do that first. I think that that Superheroes was part of my awakening in. for Evil Women. I, I mean, mean nah, Mary Elizabeth that, Winstead. There's fair enough. Like, absolutely. Like, all the way around with that movie. Like, it's that. Even when she was. We got it. Okay, Johnny, you're. When we do childhood rewatch, you're coming out for Sky High. And, like, uh, and then we got to do. We got to do Iron Giant. We got to do Iron Giant. I only saw it for the first time last year when I had COVID. Really? Yeah. My best. One of my best friends ever loves Iron Giant. And I decided to get Crave, so it's our version of HBO Max in Canada. And sure. it was on there, and I just thought, screw it, I'll watch Iron Giant for the first time. And yeah, no, it fucking slapped. Hmm. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kenny oh, says yeah. they can't no, watch movie... Sky High anymore because of My Hero Academia. The anime ruined it for me. Which I get. <laughs> My Hero's pretty decent. Still need to watch it. I haven't gotten past I haven't even finished the first episode. Oh, wow. I watch oh. anime. I watch all the animes. What are you talking about? Moving on. Um, but it's just sort of, I will not have my integrity questioned over whether or not I have seen any anime. Mm-hmm. Like, Keegan, if you want animes, I can help with that. I'm very I know. People have, been recommend, people have been recommending them for a while. I just haven't had time. And I'm like, I just, I, I know. It's one of those things that I know once I get into it, I will be addicted yeah it's an investment but that's the problem but that's the problem you know like that's the thing just and i'm just, just don't like, watch the I, ones that are still going like one piece or naruto see yeah that's what that's what i'm like i don't know but then everybody talks about one piece and i'm like i don't i i have a friend he'll say things to me he'll say things like or he'll say things that are D groups and he'll he'll go over and he'll just say say what i assume are references to the show um to me he just says words in a pattern that i am meant to understand and you just nod your head and go yes along too absolutely i am sure there's a reason but i'm not gonna do it it's sort of like (laughs) 
but so with this, like, uh, obviously this film has just an incredible all around. I mean, the film is awesome. Film is great. Like, uh, uh, I don't know if, is there any other, the kind of positives we want to get out? Is there any, I mean, I, I doubt that our negatives are going to be long. Like Neff, what do you think? I mean, like, it's just one of those things where like, there aren't many times where you're watching something and just the entire time. It's like, when you're watching people teach you how to make TikToks these days, you ever get those come up on your algorithm? It's like, if you want to contain, you keep the engagement, you got to be like, every three seconds, something is happening on screen. Like, mm-hmm. this film just does that perfectly. Like, it knows how to keep you glued to the screen. And it's like I was telling you the other day, um, Keith, when you were saying that you wanted to watch it, and you kind of wanted to watch it while doing some other stuff, and I was kind of like, you probably do need to like, you were right on this. Yeah. Um, and that, and that was when you, that was when you, t- when you told me that it was like, okay, got it. Okay. We need to, uh, I need to watch this while I'm, and, and the thing was, as you said, like as an ADHD person, it's very hard to watch. Like uh, it's why for a lot of times, uh, foreign films have always been a, a, a tough thing for me because it's like, I have ADHD and Listexia. So it's like, it's tough sometimes to watch subtitles because I'm like, I, I love it, but it's like, I have to really be engaged with the film. Yeah. Like the untouchables was one of those. Um, fortunately, ever the ones that we've done the on this podcast, uh, the, but it, it, it translates to untouchables, but and like, uh, you know, fuck you. And so, uh, just, <laughs> you know what that sounds like? It sounds like a son of a bitch. You need to shut up. I'm talking like, sorry. <laughs> like you're absolutely right. Naf. But like, I, it's, the Intouchables. They spelled it wrong too. Maybe you spelled it wrong. Interesting. It's you. It's a UN. Uh, Kenny it's says outside of it feeling like a B movie, there aren't really any negatives. Like, yeah, you can definitely see that they put a lot of their budget into, you know, like the VFX, but there's a lot of VFX mm-hmm. shots. So naturally, it doesn't look that good, but. That but that's said, part of the charm. Exactly. Especially for like early 2000s too. Like Yeah. Like I think because yeah. of the way that it's shot, it kind of gives it a pass on the VFX. Like those little moments where you're getting that budget uh like uh what's it called? Like direct zoom into the eyes and the PNG mm-hmm. of fire is there. Because of little it's things perfect. like that, you go like yeah, it adds so sold. much personality. It's not like when you're watching that's like, for example an MCU film. And it's shot, you know, on the highest quality equipment possible. And then a bad VFX shot sticks out like a sore thumb. Here, it just, Mm -hmm. like, it works. It's like, yeah, it does feel a bit like a B-movie, but, like... But that's the point. It's allowed to be. Exactly. Like, like the the thing is, the film has set itself up to have that as a... It's like, if if I wouldn't have been... Like, one of my favorite jokes also was... It was at the beginning when you would see all of these cutaways to just some... Like, like the, you know, Kung Fu master doing all of the examples of these things. And then at one point, it cuts back to him and he takes off the outfit because he was playing both parts. (laughs) And he was just like, and it was like, he just takes off the outfit real quick. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, that is so goddamn funny. Like that was just such a, but it was like such a, huh? Moment of like. I also didn't expect that to come so full circle as it did. Like the actual ending of the film where 
people watch it and then they become more obsessed with shelling it's like the girl at the start of the film who's walking slips on the banana peel yeah. and face plants and they sit and laugh and at the end of the film she falls catches herself gets recover. back up yep. the person does the <laughs> the car park the car like, thing yeah. is... which I would love to be able to do hate her same See, I would love to do that and, like, just have a Jedi survivor push on, like, my car would be great. Um, And just, but, like, and that that was the thing. Like, as I was saying, like, it's typically hard. Like, typically I'm able to get through it, but I need to, like, give myself a break when I watch, like, films uh, like this just because, again, I'll I'll lose track. But this was one that was engaging from minute one that I found myself just sitting there just captured by what was happening on screen. I'm that so I was just that that was like I felt I and again those are the really good films for me in general, but it's like it's one of those things where this was no exception to that. Yeah, and that is it. It, it just it felt really cool to watch them. That had it, that was so funny that literally had me saying "What the fuck" multiple times out loud, mm-hmm. like just just being like what is happening like when the ball would be caught in their stomach spinning and then it would go yeah (laughs) (laughs) absolutely perfect moments honestly yeah it's absurd and it's filled with so much stuff like that um yeah which was great i just yeah when uh mui comes to be the goalkeeper at the end as well was just like (laughs) she's just wearing a bald cap yeah i i love how he was like E.T. phone home? Like, what are you <laughs> yeah. doing? Yeah, like, it's like, you can't be a goalkeeper. Thing. You need to phone home. I actually, like, lost my shit at that joke. In the translations, this is, we don't have E.T. We just call them aliens. <laughs> so the, the subtitles deliberately went with an E.T. joke was perfect. Like, it's one of those few oh, moments that's... where I'm like, you know what? That's actually kind of better than the original almost because of the incapabilities of the translations it's one of those things where i find that so interesting because uh talking with ali about it too there's a film that i want to bring to naf because i i prefer the sub of the uh dubbed version of of this one particular italian movie because it's a it's a full-on parody of hitchcockian thrillers um and it's it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen and this thing is so great. But because of that, like, it's one of those things where what Ali was talking about with me, where it was like, sometimes there are things where it's like, that joke worked really well in Italian. But then there are times where, because she would also tell me about seeing American movies, where it would be like, oh, th- that's a really good joke when she understood the English. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's a really fantastic joke that did not work as well in Italian. Mm-hmm. Where, like, the rhythm doesn't... It's like when when words in, like, a song they rhyme in a certain language, but then you translate them to a different language and they don't rhyme at all. Like it's, it's like, uh, it, uh, it, that stuff always kills me. It's like when it's like, I, I, that's why I love language and how that affects. Yeah. No, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. And like, there's, there are a lot of jokes that hit harder because they're in Mandarin or Cantonese in this film mm-hmm. as well. I will say, I, there's, I can't remember any off the top of my head at the moment, but that so bad one fan. still kills me. <laughs> I'm a bad fan. Yeah, mm. no, you're not a wrong. Bad fan. Real fans would know. Real fans would Real remember. Real fans would remember. 
Uh, and so with that, obviously I agree with you. I don't think there is any negatives to this film. Like I have absolutely none. And I stand by the fact that it's one of those movies where like, you can't nitpick it. Like you can't, it's one of those movies where you just have fun. If you can't have fun, then the movie's clearly not meant for you. So you should honestly just bugger you off. You would love Truly. One Cut of the Dead. Like which one? One Cut of the Dead. That was the one I was messaging about the other day that we need to watch. Because oh, um, it was like, I was watching it. And for like the first yeah chunk of the film, I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm vibing this. And I had a lot of little like nitpicks that I was like, mm. and then just watching the film literally like with almost a notepad go, uh-huh. And what's next? <laughs> Uh-huh. And what's next? Cool, shut the fuck up. Was just one of the greatest uh, like film watching experiences of my life. Naf, we've got to watch this. I didn't, get ch- I didn't get a chance to watch that. Maybe yeah. we should watch that uh, with dad watched uh, it. Dyad. Yeah, my dad ended up watching it. And like because of your review, my dad listens to the podcast. Uh, shout out to my dad. Hey. I but like, uh, like, hey, Dad. But um, as at like, Naf did a did an episode with that, and my dad listened to that, which I was like, the first episode of our podcast you listened to was the one I wasn't on, <laughs> was really also kind of funny, and I and he was That's like, oh, they were talking about this film, and I knew nothing about it, like what they were talking about, but it was like they were really entertaining. I mean, and that's I was the whole like, point I, of and, the podcast, right? We introduced him to something new, so. Oh, totally. So it, it's it, one of those things of, you know, bringing new recommendations to dads everywhere. And like... Uh, and mommies. But yeah. Uh, and well, mommies. Yeah, let's not leave the mommies out. We're bi, so, we all, so it all works. And so, uh, like, uh, just welcome it all. Just come on over. And just sort of a thing there. Anyone who will give us the, t- the time of day, let me just say... Our standards are not high. Like, so, like, um, it's... I'm really confused this, this because uh, I'm on Facts Google only. right now. And it says the Shaolin soccer cast. And it says a lady named Suzanne Mark plays the banana peel. And I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> Do you think that's one of those, like, they just did that to just, what? like... Fuck with people. Oh, I think like she plays just... the voice of the girl who slips on the banana peel. Oh, okay. In... Okay. Wild. Um, but yeah, Kenny says anything can be nitpicked, uh, and they're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, oh, well said. Well said. Thing. Bricks and screws. Bricks and screws. Well said, Kenny. You know your audience. This is you know be... your audience, Ken. This is going to be a film that uh, I do continue to recommend to people. That's the first part. Like, I, I just... Yeah, I would rate it, like... Give it the highest rating possible. And it'll be, like, one of those films that... When I'm hanging out with my friends and they go, you know, like... We've got to watch something. What should we watch? I'll go, I've got something that you've never seen before. Let's let's watch this. Um, Challenge soccer. Between, between this and Reign of Fire, I have absolutely... The- <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis plays the ball. Is oh what Kenny God. said in chat. <laughs> Could you imagine just putting an inanimate object? It really was not this person, but just saying like Lamplos play, played by Andy Serkis, like and just going like just to say, I've I want to kind of do that in something. Uh, probably getting a shit ton of trouble for it, but it would be a lot of fun. But you're friends with Andy Serkis. Uh, just text him. Listen, hey, listen, hey, Serks, 
uh, I need you to help me out here just real quick uh, with just or the thing even just Can I use your name? Yeah, Beth. Beth, uh, like, uh, come on, Beth. You know, help, like, help a fella out. Come on. Like, you know, just come on over here. Just, uh, like, you know, Beth, who's besties with Andy Circus, as we all know, uh, would help us out with this uh, for sure. But with that said, uh, John, obviously, what out of what are you giving this movie? Can 10 out of 10 just for the movie that it is and what it wants to be it achieves it in every single freaking way and it still finds a good way to have like a like a deep story not not make it maybe not deep but like a story that still kind of hits home in some ways you know a it powerful story exactly and yeah overall there's just i can't hate that you know? give it I yeah give it 40 out of zero I, I give it I give it underwater pool nuke kick out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I I give uh I give it a thousand bent goals. Bent goal out of bent goalpost out of uh six sports ball references. Okay. And um, um... But as I'll you're saying, like John, a my last soccer ball surrounded by sh- soccer shoes. Oh, oh dude, man, that was, that was a good one. Absolutely, and Kenny would also give it a ten out of ten. Uh, they actually and... stole that scene for a sequence in District Nine, which is another film that we need to watch, Keegan. Yeah, no, we definitely need to watch actually. District Nine. It's on my list. Oh, you haven't seen it? I have not. That is a good one. Okay, Kenny. One. Kenny had a good joke it. here. I'm gonna. Uh, Kenny had a good joke in chat, and I, I'm gonna one up it. it. It gets the banana seal of approval. You missed the opportunity there, Ken. It's. Uh, it gets the banana peel of approval. Peel of approval. Uh, uh, right, like... I'm stopping the stream. I'm done. I can't. <laughs> uh, but I'm. I'm super glad that I got to watch this film. I think it's actually a fantastic recommendation, Johnny. Um, and I think I'm that it's so good because like it this. also has teased Keegan in what he can expect in Kung Fu Hustle. And exactly, I, I am now so Hustle... excited to see this also dials up like the the film aspect of it mm-hmm. you know like this is really silly and fun and it's a competent story and it works but like kung fu hustle is like it's like it's top tier awesome <laughs> oh yeah it, it's like and that's what i'm excited to see more of this kind of style and again what i love about this whole vibe and again what i recommend to everybody uh why we do this podcast why we do this is um, yeah, it's great. We all love Marvel movies. We all love Star Wars. We all love fandom movies in general. But I think that for my opinion, when you're, it's kind of like food. You can go around the world eating burgers the whole way. You can go around eating McDonald's the whole time. Uh, probably going to have a little bit of issues with your health. But nonetheless, uh, you're going to, uh, like, you can go around and do that. That's that's perfectly fine. And that's, and you know, there's a lot of people that enjoy that. And there's nothing wrong with it. But I believe if you don't go out and you kind of expand the palette, try something, you never know what's going to be your new favorite thing. Mm-hmm. What's going to be your new and personality? I, what's going to be your new personality of the week? And truly, that's what I think with this podcast we try to do to the best of our ability is to be able to go out and show all of you guys um, some things that you can try a palette. Now, this may work for you. This may not work for you. That's completely subject- subjective. This may not be your cup of tea, but at least you know. And at least you tried it, and at least you tried it, and now you know that at least this flavor is out there. Mm. And 
I think that that's what's really beautiful about this. And John, thank oh. you for showing it to us. Like, it's a I'm really fine. great way of doing that. Now, Naf, should we let everybody? It was my way. Oh yeah, go ahead. It was my way of just like peeking the door open for you to to like just push you in to go watch Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah. Perfect. And, and, that was and the sold. Motivation. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I am ready to go. <laughs> like it is. Yeah, uh, like truly huge. cannot emphasize that enough. And now, John, uh, obviously, like uh, we'll be coming back with you at some point. We'll find the way on the schedule and we'll announce it then. But we'll get to do Kung Fu Hustle because I need to see this movie. You do. Um, and but next week, Naf, we have something special. We do. We're doing a bruise and bullshit episode again. Um, so it'll be episode Absolutely. two. Absolutely. This is going to be episode two of bruise and bullshit, the uh, segment of the podcast where we just talk about anything randomly, where we have, we basically talk about some of our favorite things. It's kind of a very open format thing with some of our friends that we go. We have a couple of drinks and we talk about things. And this one is something that we haven't got a chance to talk about necessarily. And that is the Bad Batch season two. We are getting a chance to go and talk about Bad Batch with uh, our one with the films person who like really started was part of the one of the first guests we ever had on the podcast. Uh, one of our longtime listeners, as long as longtime friends and guests, collaborators, you know her, you love her. Spooky Bree will be coming to talk about Bad Batch season two with us. Hell yeah. And uh, it's going to be great. It's truly going to be awesome. And. Uh, if you don't know why you should like the Bad Batch, maybe you should come and check us out. And then even we can uh, maybe change your mind on a couple of things. We might be able to do that and uh, kind of go with that, Tate. And uh, just try to see how the... Absolutely. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to... Never mind. There was a joke there, but I'm not going to make it. Um, Johnny, did you have any other closing thoughts or anything else you want to add? Uh, honestly, people, just give movies like Shaolin Soccer a try like give any form film a try honestly because mm. for the longest time i was someone who was also closed off to the concepts of just watching movies with subtitles because also i'm adhd and like egan says it can be difficult sometimes but genuinely movies like these are so goddamn good and they inspire a lot of filmmakers out there as well yeah. in america oh so. yeah huge yeah that's awesome. Well, and I think there's a lot of times being in America, we always think that we have, I mean, Hollywood is here, like the, the production, uh, pro a majority of uh, filmmaking is here. Uh, but it, I think that the thing is we, we forget how great different styles are and it's, oh, it's yeah. fabulous. And yeah. I am so incredibly excited to uh, continue this. Obviously, Naf, I always love doing this with you, buddy. I yeah. always love doing this with you. I'm, I'm really glad we started this whole thing in the first place. Yeah, me too. And I was thinking about how, yeah. like, constantly, like, the conversation seems to be oh, every movie that comes out is the same now. You know, like, it's all MCU, it's all IP, it's all, like, the same stuff over and over again. And it's like, honestly, it really isn't. <laughs> like, there is so <laughs> it's much all stuff you're you can seeing. Find. And if, yeah, obviously, if that's all you're watching, that's all you're going to see. But you just kind of have to. Yeah, put your head out of the I, We've got a few other films you know coming what? up that are going to be uh, very, very interesting. Um, I'm, I'm excited for Kits. Kits is coming up soon, and I'm excited for that one. I want, uh, I want to watch Kit. House. I'm excited for House. House? Yeah. Which one is that? What are we doing That's, that? Um, Nalbus's one. That's oh. not next week. I think the week after. I'll get the exact one, but 1962 okay. Japanese horror film. Like, yeah. 
Oh god. Some uh, it looks wild. I ah, am there you a... go. Look, there's an Albus just joined the chat. <laughs> Way really to go. spectacular visual comedy out. though. Great pick, Johnny. Uh but Thank absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I uh, think that that's he says he's a uh what's the word? Like a historical like dictionary on uh, on that film on House. So we're going to get lots of insight into how it was made, fun facts. He knows everything. Good. Good. I enjoy things of that nature. And now, my to wrap all this up, Johnny, where can people find your ass? They can find my flat ass on TikTok. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, under you got to make sure you spell John. it correctly. <laughs> Marvelous Johnny with two L's in Marvelous. And yeah, I'm on like the verge of 10K on TikTok. And I swear to God, wow. I've been there for like years and it pisses me off that I'm not there yet. Yeah, I've been just under. Oh, man, let's, like get let's get him there. Let's get him there, people. For the five of you listening, get him to there. Get him there. Come on, guys. He's Come on, on Kenny. 9, I, I want people to follow me if they actually like my bullshit, though, is the thing. So, That's His fair. bullshit is great. Truly, uh, we became friends with him over at Star Wars Celebration, and Johnny's stuff is great. Johnny is just... He's great. If you like his personality here, it's kind of very similar to everything that you're going to see as content. It's uh, I could not recommend it higher. Uh, truly. Like, and he likes buddy, The Last Jedi. I do like is, The Last Jedi. Way to go, Nav. You, you did it. You tied it in. That's how well that's, done. that's my barometer of what a good person is. I'm kidding, that's horrible. It's lumping everything into <laughs> I mean, segments. here's the thing. A lot of the times whenever I'm talking to some people and like I ask them like, do you like Star Wars? They're like, yes, like what do you think of The Last Jedi? Genuinely what how they react to it is how I gauge them sometimes. Mm. It's it is the reaction though, right? Like it's Exactly. It's being separate from the it is the worst thing ever made. Oh my god, blah, blah, blah. like that, I'm like, yeah, cool, now I'm out. But somebody no, who can good. articulate well and go, this is some of the reasons why I don't like it. I understand it. Mm-hmm. Like it just isn't that's a good me. point. Like, it's reaction. Oh. Yeah. It, my my favorite my favorite one is like it's with that. Uh, it, it's it's a very interesting thing with uh with uh Last Jedi. I mean, but like what we have felt is, I have met. There are two two shows that I I haven't met yet. I d- I don't doubt that they exist. I have not met a bad fan of which is like it tends to be one of the things of if I find out a person likes this, I'm like, I knew I liked you. And there are two of those: it's Better Call Saul and Bad Batch. If I've met those people, I have not met one that has not been solid. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of them. <laughs> see, here, truly, for and, me, that see? the TV show one is Community. Mm. Fair. Did you hear Dan Harmon the other day said it died after Donald Glover left? I did. I've been hearing it for a while, but I'm like, dude, give yourself more. Credit. I don't disagree. You haven't even watched the last season. I started. You it. haven't? Nah. Okay, so what I'm hearing Cause, is cause, I, cause should I, watch, I should watch. Because I heard him. Wait a minute, why with Naf? I'm the one who hasn't seen it! No, like, just, I thought no, Naf said he hasn't seen it. No, no, no Naf I've, has seen, I've it. seen it. Oh, then I'm watching it with you. Yeah! Okay, cool, we'll watch it together. Exactly! We're, I'm glad we're on the same page about that. Okay, good. Well, I, I guess I'm gonna fuck my yeah, I thought you were just gonna go, oh, anyway. because you haven't seen it, I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> but now, 
but now anyway I'm, confused. I'm stupid it, it, john you're not stupid you're special uh anyway so the point is that uh like i'm one of those uh, guys you're you're one of those guys yeah it's fine it's okay it's I'm okay the boss's we love nephew. you huh. oh you are you are the boss's nephew <laughs> <laughs> all right, Naf. Uh, all right, I think it's time to just uh, you know wrap it up. We got the boss's nephew here. I think it's about time that we're uh, we're, yeah. we're we Keegan, cut, cut, cut you're goal blooming. Oh, you're right. <laughs> see, see, this is the thing. You know, see, here's the thing. I have some. Uh, I have a, a quote that always has uh, stuck with me. With uh, you know things, it's a. Uh, uh, not related to what we're talking about. Anyway. Um, uh, you guys can find me at On Second Thought basically anywhere you can find that. Uh, the easiest way is because it's different on most uh, places is through the TikTok. Uh, what do you call it? Link in bio. Um, click that. You can find us anywhere. You can also find one with the films on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can find your podcasts. Uh, and also on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Good job. And where can we find you, Kay? Uh Oh, well, you can find me at Movie Man Opinions on TikTok, Instagram, as well as Movie Man Opinion on Twitter, because I only have one opinion on Twitter, and that is that IG units are awesome. And so uh, if there's anything else that you need from me, eh, just uh, figure it out. And so um, and you can also find us on YouTube. Obviously, we're there as well. We're streaming live. We stream every Saturday, uh, Saturday for Pacific Standard Time. We try to do it around seven o'clock. So if you want to make us part of your routine there, if not, no worries. Subscribe. You can watch the playback or you can even check us out on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, also on TikTok. We know you guys, a lot of us follow us there. Uh, that's where we post a lot of our content, but we're trying to do both. So see different content. See what we got. We got different things, kind of different find your poison and so now the whole thing is that uh all we want to do is guys we love doing this with you uh please support us subscribe share your stuff around the more you do that the more we're able to do more of this uh so please just do that ring the bell have fun and uh as my friend raglan 